Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Passion for Racing podcast. Uh, I'm Anarchist and joining me today for the time being, we've got Slug Lord. Hopefully we'll have a couple of other editions later on. But Slug, how are you doing today, man? I am doing fantastic. How are you doing today, OC? Uh, living the dream, mate. Bringing that high energy that you love so much. Uh, yes, by the way, I'm, I'm going to call you OC for this podcast. That's fine, man. You're, you're going to stick to Slug if that's all right with you. But uh, that's, That is my legal name, so I wouldn't expect anything. Well, uh, you have shown me your birth certificate, so uh, I suppose we'll have to yeah. stick with that one for the time being. Um, we will. So, yeah, there's a... Uh, Main thing we're going to talk about today is the SmackDown Live pay-per-view Clash of Champions. Um, Clash of Champions. Yeah, so last pay-per-view before the end of the year. Hopefully my audio is coming through crystal clear so we can uh, make sure that everybody hears this time. But yeah. yeah, shout out to that company for sponsoring you and sending you that equipment. That well, was really nice of them. you know, when you know the tricks of the trade, you get get some decent material through. So uh, fingers crossed yeah. it will hold out for the rest of the show. So yeah, we've got the Clash of Champions pay-per-view to have a chat about today. Uh, I believe you've got the entire bill in front of you. Um, I do have the card in front of me, yes. Happy days. So, should we have a quick chat about the pre-show and uh, work our way from there? Yeah, yep. Uh, we have Ryder and Mojo starting off the show. Uh, yep. So, yeah, Zach Ryder and Mojo Rowley. Well, it's been um, leading up to it for a couple of months now hasn't it so uh it's yeah it it's has nice to see it actually come to uh, a pay-per-view rather than uh, just the day-to-day smackdown live but um you did a prediction video so we'll probably go back to that on a number of occasions through the podcast today but you did a prediction video with man of a thousand and four holds this week um yeah with jameson who, who did you have going over on that one uh we both have mojo Raleigh going over on that yeah. one and both agreed that uh being that he just turned heel and they just separated um he won the andre the giant battle royal it yeah. kind of seems fitting for the first real match between them being it's a pre-show match too like it should be mojo raleigh yeah yeah but I you know it's wwe agree. so who knows i mean mm. yes sorry excuse me a complete oh, good. absolute shambles if um zach Ryder went over on this um yeah mojo is the more dominant of the two of them um Zach hasn't had a great career. I mean, he's had a, a few hires with the tag championships, the Intercontinental, Continental, uh, so Intercontinental Championship, and I think he's had the US Championship as well. Um, yeah. But he's never really had a massive solo career besides those two kind of little moments. So uh, Mojo, yeah. on the other hand, he's at the very beginning of his WWE career. He's only had sort of a year uh, on the main roster, maybe a little bit longer, I could be mistaken. Um He's, Probably about a year. Yeah, I mean, he, he didn't have a, a dominant NXT run, but he had quite a good run. Um, since uh, since Zack Ryder's gone off, it's kind of been a bit more... A little stale. A, well, it has been. I mean, he had a good start, didn't he? Because, like you say, he did the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Um, Battle Royal, yeah. Which he, you know... He won. He did win, not... On his own, he did have some uh, outside help. With Gronkowski, yeah, yes. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't as dominant as I was hoping for him, but yeah, he did win. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely see Mojo going over on this one. Um, it's something else about that moment, too. Think about that. Jinder Mahal went from getting smacked up by Gronkowski <laughs> to the WWE champion for an extended run. That is 
all in one year. This is, is uh, this is WWE. So if Jinder can do it, then why can't Mojo? That's that's the big question yep. here. Um, do you see him going on to bigger and better things with his uh, with his solo career? <clears throat> Honestly, um, between the two, I'm I'm more over on Zack Ryder because I did enjoy his online series, his YouTube series back in the day. Yeah, Z True, uh, uh, whatever it was. Z True, um, whatever the hell it was called. His uh, YouTube series. I was over on that. It seems now. They have him doing a lot of those uh, toy reviews. I always see him on Facebook doing like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toy reviews and the new WWE line toy reviews. Yeah. So perhaps he could just transition into being more of an ambassador for him and that kind of way later on in his career. Because I don't, I don't think they're not going to give him any kind of run, no. no matter how long he stays there. Even if he gets himself over, he's proven that he can get himself over with the fans before. And then what's that gotten him? A one day, IC title reign. That was that wasn't a great moment for him. I'm, you know, I'm, I suppose it was. I felt more bad. Yeah. Um, but to have it taken away so quickly, so abruptly after 24 hours, that that was a rough move. Yeah, I felt more bad for him than good yeah. after it was all said and done. Because everybody, everybody kind of felt good for Zack Ryder. It's WrestleMania moment. He got the IC title, and then literally 24 hours later, it's gone. I was like, man, that's. I mean, is he going to look back on that as a fond memory or a bad one? I mean, who knows? I don't know. Um, I mean, both Ryder and Mojo have been doing Instagram videos over the last week or so. Uh, the last yeah. one I saw of Ryder was him stood in front of the three ti- four, four titles he's had in his WWE career. There's two tag titles, the US title and the IC title. Um, surprised he's put it up on the wall considering he only had it for 24 hours. But, you know. Hey, I mean, I, I love the IC title. If I had that thing for two minutes, I'd probably take that well, and yeah, put it up true. on my wall as well. Up on mine and all. Gorgeous, man. It is a good-looking title. It is a good-looking title. My favorite. Title. My yeah. favorite WWE belt right now. Very prestigious title as well, all thanks to the Yeah, miss. not because prestige-wise, granted, not because the prestige is my favorite right now, but just because of the look. Yeah, it is a good-looking title. That, that white leather, man. But I think it would be a bit of a disaster if we had Zack Ryder go over. I think... That would be uh, that would be the burying that Mojo really doesn't need right now, um, and I think that would really hinder any future opportunities that he gets. Um, yep. I think definitely think the right booking is for Mojo to go over on this one. Yep. I will tell you this though: I'm usually not interested in the pre-show match, and not to say like I'm super interested in this, but I'll be watching. Just yeah. to see what happens. Yeah, I think I'll give this one a watch. I mean, generally I don't watch the pre-show, but. Yeah. Um, this is a rivalry that I, d- I do have a little bit of an interest for. It is a bit of a soft spot for me. Um, yes, so good on them for that. Yeah, I think that's that's a good thing for them too because they are, you know, it's, it's, it's an attractive storyline. Um, it's bringing people in. Um, so, you know, fingers crossed it will actually lead to something quite good on a solo basis, but we'll have to keep our eyes peeled to SmackDown Live on Tuesday to see what happens. Um, Agreed. But... Yeah, um, I'm hoping this is going to lead to big things for Mojo. I think... <laughs> Cheeky RKO there. <laughs> um, I do it to him all day. He hates it. <clears throat> don't we, tell Peter, anybody watching this, don't yeah, tell Peter. We, we don't endorse animal cruelty, just just to make sure no, we that's don't. clear. He's, um, he's very spoiled. He's spoiled and loved by everyone in yes, the P4W team. Um, <laughs> yep, so is his brother who's over here uh, oh, eating his bed right now. I'll get to that later. <laughs> For those of you who are listening on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts, check that out on the YouTube channel. You'll probably love that moment. Um, 
Yeah, but uh, well, what was next on the pre-show? Um, I believe that's the only pre-show match that we have uh, for the evening. But next up on the night, oh yeah, Brizango and the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, Jameson said that he was surprised because I'm a Brizango guy, because the the beard and the facial hair and whatnot. But uh, I love Brizango. I'm I'm completely over on Brizango. Absolutely. How they've not got themselves into the title picture yet. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, massively over on Brizango. Who did you have us yeah. going over on that one? Uh, we both have the Bludgeon Brothers just because they're so... I mean, they're building them to be almost kind of like a war machine-esque yeah. kind of team. Yeah. And you can't start off that kind of run with a loss to a team like Brizango, which is more of like a comedy act right now, even yeah. though they both are talented wrestlers, I believe. Well, since they've um, debuted, they've been a very dominant team, haven't they? They've literally yeah. annihilated every single tag team that they've faced. Um, yeah. And for them to then go from that to losing to Brizango would be a bit of a disaster for them. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I completely agree with you and Jameson. Uh, definitely see the... Uh, yeah. you know, what is... What's... Going over. Yeah. What is your thoughts on... Recently they've moved the Brizango skits from SmackDown Live to WWE.com instead. Um, and YouTube. I, I think it's a good move, but I would have liked to have seen it on SmackDown Live as well as WWE.com um, for people yeah. that missed out on the show. Um, I yeah. think we spoke about it last, was it last week or the week before? I'd, I'd actually like to see it as a little mini-series on the WWE Network. I think it would do yeah. so well. Um, yeah. You know, the material that they come up with and the way that they play the characters, I think they just nail it every single week. Um, yeah. But I am a little bit gutted it's come off SmackDown Live. Yep, I just think uh, if you're going to take it off SmackDown Live, that's fine, but uh, re- replace it with something that also has me interested. Yeah, I mean, that that, you know I mean? that was a big comedy factor for SmackDown Live, wasn't it? And it was nice to see mm-hmm. comedy coming from teams other than The New Day, which is renowned for having a comedy-esque... Um, yeah, but you got to have a couple... Yeah, you gotta you got to have a couple different... Uh, different people in there you know you can't yeah. just always have the new day always funny all the time because exactly it, uh, exactly yeah i don't know and i think they've done well with um the ascension they've done really well with it as well the way that they've incorporated yeah they it. have i think that's that's helped them they're hilarious to me yeah that's given them such a different direction um when actually since they debuted on the main roster they've just been these i don't know creepy monster kind of or the, the personas like the creepy monster kind oh yeah 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 but yeah from they have, the, uh, they have been jobbers but um yeah, it's, from it's the nice to see a light hearted side of the essential yeah. because I think they do it really well oh yeah when uh, Brizango and them don't acknowledge them as friends and they're like we are friends yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> they, we are they take it to <laughs> heart like, it so bad yeah. <laughs> it makes you laugh I think so good for them yeah they're getting they're, I'm over on them now yeah. uh, more so than definitely more so than I was before yeah definitely um but Maybe we'll see them tonight. Maybe they'll come out to try to help their uh, new friends or whatever, and the Bludgeon Brothers will beat up both teams. Could do. Wouldn't be surprised if we saw that. They could do. I mean, that would be a bit of a strange direction for them. I mean, be consistent with the uh, fashion files, but um, considering the type of match it is. No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying the Ascension come out to try and help Rizango. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like it'd be, oh, okay, okay, be yeah. a bit of a strange direction considering uh, the Bludgeon Brothers over the last few weeks. Um, yeah, 
you know, there's, there's no rivalry there for them to come out and interfere. I know there's the, the uh, interaction between them and uh, Brizango, but I just think it'd be a bit of a strange moment. But uh, it, well, it could happen. Well, you know what? It could happen. All you marks out there with the, your book still out from last week, I'm not going to tell you to mark it down yet, but get ready for later on. <laughs> That's going to be a common catchphrase for the rest of the show, isn't it? <laughs> oh, you filthy marks. Perhaps. So if you guys are loyal fans, though. We do appreciate it. Oh, but yeah, you are absolutely. Marks. Absolutely. <clears throat> We're just as I want filthy mark, too, though. It's fine. We all are. We all are. There we are. So where do we go from the Bludgeon Brothers and Breezango? We have the three, I mean, three-way match between uh, Baron Corbin, Glorious Bobby Roode, and Dolph Ziggler. So where do you see that one going? Do you see it being a glorious evening for Bobby Roode, or where, where are you going with that one? I did, I did actually. That was the first one where me and Jameson had differed, and I picked Bobby Roode, and he picked Baron Corbin mm-hmm. to win that. We both agreed that Dolph Ziggler is going to be the one that's going to get pinned Yeah. in this match, though. Yeah, I mean... Why they even included Dolph Ziggler in this match, I don't know. Um, it was a bit of a strange call a couple of weeks ago when they announced it was going to be a triple threat. Um, especially when the rivalry between Bobby Roode and um, your Baron Corbin started at um, that Lumberjack match. That's where it all started. There was no interference from Dolph Ziggler and all of a sudden he creeped in. It was a bit of a strange yeah. one for me. Um, not, I'm a big fan of Ziggler, but... Yeah, but he's booked so wrong, in my opinion. He could have so much more, but the way he's booked is essentially he's a glorified jobber now. Um, Yeah, he's been teasing that he's going to leave pretty heavily lately, but I I would be very, very surprised to see that happen. I would and I wouldn't. I mean, the way he's been booked recently, I wouldn't be surprised if he just upped and went because it's just not worth him staying and hanging around anymore. But on the other hand... um, he does have his career in comedy that he was looking to pursue and you know there's a lot of things that outside he was he needs to stick to wrestling he does he needs to stick to wrestling he does but everybody's got dreams so you know yes they do you know what you know what dream big Dolph Ziggles dream big that's what he wants man that's what he wants but yeah Buzzard's a villain guy oh is that a villain club shirt it is it is oh nice nice good choice we'll be uh talking about uh him perhaps a little bit later on in the podcast in that all white suit looking looking fresh to death yeah not the old white look that the only person in Bullet Club followed uh, the weekend, was it? I mean, there was a bit of a different yeah, look for Mr. Rose, but we'll uh, move on yes, to it that later. Yes, it was. But, yeah, I, I don't see this being Ziggler's night again. Um, so it really nope. does leave it down to Bobby Roode and Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, when he was given the US title, was booked in a way that was going to be dominant. When they when I've been reading reports, they did report that they were trying to groom him as a, as a long-term dominant title holder. So he's only had the U S title for about a month. Whether I see him losing it this, this weekend, I don't know. Um, I think for me, I think Baron Corbin will probably retain, retain. Um, I think that's set up a longer program. Yeah. I think it will lead to a, a solo match between Rude and Baron Corbin for the title. It might only be a SmackDown Live match rather than a pay-per-view, but I see it being a singles match yeah. where Rude takes it over. Rude hasn't been yeah. on the main roster for too long. 
Um, you know, he's been on as long as Nakamura has, and Nakamura's had a number of title shots, and he's he's failed to obtain the title. So I, I, That's I, true. I think it's more likely that Rude is going to not be involved in the final decision. I see it being Baron Corbin with the win over Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode not being involved, but that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, I think Jameson said something uh, similar, actually. I think he said that uh, he thinks that Bobby Roode is going to hit the uh, DDT on Ziggler and then Corbin's going to throw him out of the ring and then get the cover and get the win that way. Yeah, I see that. Uh, which I can see that. Yeah, I can see that happening for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But I definitely think it's oh. going to lead on to bigger things between Corbin and yeah. Rude, definitely. Hopefully it doesn't happen, though, because I need to beat him in this uh, humiliation challenge mm. so I don't have to eat this spicy a pepper on camera. Yeah, I'm actually not... Uh, I don't feel good about this pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel I good about some, eating a pepper either. Having some second thoughts about it now. <clears throat> no, absolutely not. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> We have uh, next up, oh, we have a really good match next up. We have the Usos versus the New Day versus American Beta versus Rusev Day. I'm not going to sing it. I did on live stream. You go check that good. out. It sounded good. Dude, I sounded really good. You sounded I awesome. I agree, man. man. I agree. I'm, I will sing it again. Rusev Day. Dude, good again. Good again. It's just, special little I just treat. wanted to make sure it was still there. Special little treat for all our followers there. That That's that's, give, that's hit me in the feels that has, um, you know. Enough to give a enough to give the people another shimmy at the end. Oh, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see how uh, how well it ends, shall we? Yeah, we will. But uh, <laughs> yep, and then uh, so Usos New Day American Beta Rusev Day. This is gonna be a fantastic match. Oh, I am be a great match. fully. I am fully torqued for this match. Uh, I'm excited for this one. I've been excited for this since they announced it. Um, and I've been even more excited since they said they were going to add Rusev and Aiden English. I think that's going yeah. to give it a different dynamic. Um, both American Beta, the Usos, and New Day, all of them have some high spot, um, you know, techniques and and style of wrestling. So the fact that they've got someone like Rusev in there as well, I know we're probably going to see yep. Big E, but the fact that they've got Rusev in there as well, I think we're going to see some more grounded work. I think we're going to see some more technical work as well. Um, yeah. in English, not massively over on him, but I think he's a very underrated star. I think he's very good. Yeah, I like um, it. I think his yeah. technical ability is very, very good, and he does like the top rope as well. So, you know, we could get a few yeah. high spots from him as well. Who did you have going yeah. over on that one? I have Bruce that day. Yeah. Yeah, he had the Usos retaining. I, I, I think, yeah, I think. I would like Rusev Day to get it. I think yeah. it's going to be an Uso retention, though. Um, I, yeah. I don't see the Usos losing the titles so soon. Um, right. They've had them for a couple of months now. What was it? About four, three months now since their battle of Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell, yeah, that was a couple of months ago. That was back in, what, October? Yeah. So they've had them a couple of months now. Yeah. Um, I think that was in Detroit, too. Yeah, it was. There it was. But I, I see the Usos retaining for a little bit longer. Um, I don't think they'll defend at the Royal Rumble. I think it will be at the next SmackDown Live pay-per-view, which will be after yeah. the Royal Rumble. Um, but I, I, I see the Usos retaining, but I would like Rusev Day to, to take the titles. Yeah. For some reason, I just feel like being that 
uh, Rusev Day and American Beta have been added to this match mm-hmm. that it might just be one of those dark horse teams on the side because we've had so heavily uh, New Day and Usos lately in the title reign department for SmackDown Live and I guess Raw uh, New Day wise. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I just feel like maybe they might use this opportunity just because there's four different teams in there. Yeah. That uh, maybe one of those other two teams could just snag one. Even American Beta, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily be surprised if they walked out with them as well, and they just tried to set up uh, some kind of dynamic to get them more over, just get them more in the public eye. Yes, yeah. yeah. They have been doing some uh, promos on Instagram where Chad Gable just comes out and he just keeps on asking, "But why are they in the match, though?" Why are they in the match? Mm-hmm. But why are they in the match, though? And it's just like it cracks me up. <laughs> uh. I like him. I like Chad Gable. I like Chad Gable as well. Um, to be fair, I was surprised that they put Shelton Benjamin with him in the tag when he returned yeah. to WWE. I thought Shelton Benjamin was going to have a bit of a solo stint beforehand. Um, it was almost like he'd been relegated immediately to the tag division, which, considering yeah. his history with the WWE and the stuff he's done outside of WWE, I thought he was kind of a, a bona fide single star when he came back, but... Um, they they put him with Chad Gable. He's doing well with him. They definitely deserve a title run at some point in the future. But whether it's going to be a clash of champions, who knows, man? Right. I just like that. Uh, given the different kinds of wrestlers that are in the match, that it's just added so many different dyna- just like dimensions to it. Mm. We're not going to necessarily see a high spot fest like you said. We're not going to see just like a big man brawl or anything like that. Like we got Chad Gable and uh, Shelton Benjamin. Phenomenal technical wrestlers. We got the high spot guys in there. We yeah. got the big powerhouse guys. Everybody in this match is fully capable on their own. Mm-hmm. So I that's what's got me having big expectations for this match. Yeah. This is uh this is yeah, this is gonna be a good match. Absolutely. Match of the night for sure. I mean Usos have been on fire all year. Every match they've yeah. been in has been outstanding. Um maybe not a melts of five star, but for me it's it's been an outstanding match each time. Then an OC five star. It gets an OC five star. It gets an OC shimmy. Um, Ooh, it's it's. OC I, I do like the Usos. I think they've been very, very thorough this year. They've had some really, really good matches, um, and I see them being, you know, long, long title holders. Um, they might lose them and come back to them, but yeah, I definitely think they are one of the best tag teams, if not the best, in the WWE right now. Fair enough, I would agree. Yeah. Uh, next up, um, we have the Lumber Jane or Lumber Jill, depending on if you agree with Jameson or myself. I agree with myself because, because fuck him. Um, <coughs> <coughs> anyways, Charlotte Flair. <laughs> Charlotte Flair versus uh, Natalia in the Lumber Jane match. Uh Man, I really don't know about this one. I, me and him both kind of agree that it feels like they might do something with Carmella. Um, I don't know. I don't think Clash of Champions is going to be the the Carmella cash in. No. No, I just because when they cash in, I see it being like a shocking moment you know where all of a sudden their music cuts in and they run down the ramp and jump in mm-hmm. and, you know that's that's the kind of money in the bank moment yeah. that we expect to see not see, my thing is go ahead go on man 
I was just going to say, my thing is, I feel like she could catch them more so by surprise, being so close to the ring right there. As soon as they're KO'd and out, boom. They could, but... It jumps in the ring, you don't got to run down. It'd be a risky be move, shot. though, wouldn't it, considering all the other Lumberjanes outside? So, you know, all it But, I mean, take... you can't... Wouldn't it... If she just enters herself into that match, they can't enter the ring. Why can't they? The Lumberjacks? Yeah. Isn't that a stipulation they can't enter the, enter the ring or whatever? Yeah, it's they're... only if they come to the outside? It's you know that might be the rules of the stipulation, but rules have been broken beforehand. I mean, what's what's to say that they just jump in? Yeah, they could just DQ it then, I guess. Especially yeah, with fair. the Riot Squad recently, you know they don't really have much regard for the rules anyway, do they? So you know all it takes yeah. is Carmella to cash in, and then someone else interfere with the match, or you know hold Carmella, you know hold her legs while she's trying to enter the ring, and that's it. She's throwing her opportunity away. I think it's a risky move. Right. I think it's a risky move, personally, but it could happen. You two are right. It could happen. Yep. Um, well, I I had Charlotte Flair winning. He has a yep. uh, no contest. I have Charlotte winning. Yeah, I, I definitely yeah. see Flair retaining. Absolutely. Um, she is second-generation superstar. She's, you know, uh, a wrestler through and through. She's got the look. She's got the image. She's got Flair, you know, uh, no pun intended. So, woo, woo. But, you know, it's, it's definitely... Hey. Oh, hello. <laughs> but Get I, out of here. I definitely see Charlotte going on to be one of the best female wrestlers in history, um, yeah. just because of the name value. So yeah. I definitely see her retaining, definitely. Honestly, right now, I rate her behind Asuka as the two best in the world but, uh, yeah. for females. Yeah, I, I would... Granted... I mean, I'm sure people are going to get pissed hearing that out there. They're going to be like, what about this person on the Indies and this person down here? You guys might be right. Send me, if you guys think that there's uh, better female wrestlers right now, definitely uh, tag them in the comments or yeah. send us video of them. We would love to see. I'm not saying that I know everything and that my opinion is number one and best, but this is just, in my opinion, Asuka won, Charlotte two, best in the world right now for female. Yeah, absolutely. Um I would agree with you, and like you say, we'll probably get some heat for it, but um, those two are definitely at the top of the industry right now. Um, Yeah. I'm surprised Asuka has been taking out jobbers. I I would like to see her enter into a a feud of some kind. I mean, she kind of has been with Dana Brooke, hasn't she? But I would like to see her with someone higher up in the roster, in in the female division. uh, an Asuka. Another Bailey feud. Yeah, that would be a good feud. Or an Asuka. They had a good feud. An Asuka Sasha Banks, Sasha Banks feud. I, I would find really entertaining, I think. Um, There's money there. Yeah, I think that would be a really good show. I know but, um, Sasha Banks has been all over the place recently. She yep. hasn't had great retention rates with the WWE Raw no, Women's title. But I think that that is a great feud down on paper. Um, whether it lives Absolutely. up to be what it is. Who knows? But yeah, I definitely see that being a great moment. But I would agree. In terms I'm sure Jameson agrees as well. He, yeah, he probably does. Probably does. Probably um, does. He's a big Sasha Banks fan, isn't he? So, um, yeah. I mean, he uh, go he actually goes to sleep in her uh, wrestling gear every night. <laughs> he bought it for himself, and that's where he sleeps in every night. Doesn't surprise me. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's got a Sasha Banks tattoo on his ass, hasn't he? <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> but. Uh, I definitely see Charlotte Flair retaining. Um, I don't know why Natalia's in the title picture. I'm not over on Natalia. 
Um, Me neither. I, I mean, I know Charlotte Flair is using a lot of her dad's gimmick, but Natalia has kind of taken it to the extreme to the point where I'm just sick of it. Absolutely sick of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just infuriates it's me. It's so annoying. Um, I would like Natalia to have something original, something herself. I think she would do much better with something like that. There's no harm in in referring back to you know the Hart family. That's fine. You know it's it's in the bloodline. Mm. No worries. But yeah, you know there's no harm in standing on your t- own two feet and coming up with your own gimmick. You know even Green. even if it was just something related to cats because she's a massive cat lover, isn't she? I mean we see her going around with yeah. cat ears all the time. Well. Did you see uh, she was just modeling uh, Will Ospreay's I'm Not a Cat t-shirt on Instagram for him. Well, there you go. You know, there's, yeah. there's an opportunity there, maybe. But I, but I, he is a cat. We all know it. You a cat boy. He is a cat boy. Just looking at him in the ring, you know, those those are some reflexes. If I ever saw Dude, he is, he, he is the UK Spider-Man. He, he is. is the closest thing we have to Spider-Man. I am over on Will Ospreay. Several of other admins don't agree, but they're not here right now, so they're they not. can... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go there. That's all right. I'm over on Will Ospreay as well. I think he's a very talented man. But back to Clash of Champions. Um, Absolutely. So next up after the Flair Natalia Lumberjane match is um, AJ Styles versus Jinder Mahal. I have quite a controversial viewpoint on this one. I probably get a lot of hate for it, but I I see Jinder going over on this one, and taking the title back. I really do. Yeah, you're you're in the minority. I am in the minority. Um, I think because it's so unlikely, considering it's against AJ, I think it could happen. Jinder Mahal's run whilst he's had the title has been dependent on the Singh brothers pretty much throughout his title run. Yes, it has. There's been a lot of friction between him and the Singh brothers. He's given them the colas on a couple of occasions now. And the great Kali. We can't forget about the great Kali. And the also. great Kali. Yeah, absolutely. But I see this match being Garbage. a one-on-one. AJ wanted a one-on-one. I see this being the occasion where Jinder actually steps up and does a one-on-one match. I see him being... I see it being a very good match. Looking at his match when he wrestled AJ back in Manchester on the UK tour, it was a very good match. Yes, it was AJ, but it was a very good match. I see this being another very good match, but I actually see AJ losing the title, Jinder retaining the title for a further month up to Royal Rumble, and then the two of them will compete one last time at the Rumble, where AJ will go over and go on to WrestleMania as the champ. I think. Now, to be clear here, go on. are you saying that he's going to beat him clean? So... I don't think it's going to be clean, but I equally, I don't think it's going to be from interference from the Singh brothers. So maybe a dirty pin or something like that. But I don't see it being the Singh brothers interfering. I see it being a one-on-one match this time because AJ has insisted on that since Mahal announced he wanted to invoke his rematch clause at Clash of Champions. I definitely see it being some kind of swerve, but I just don't see it being the interference from the Singh brothers as we have seen over the last few weeks. But I don't think it's going to be a clean win. I think it must be a dirty pin or something like that. But um, I definitely see Jinder going over here. I really do. Fair enough. I have AJ Styles because I'm not insane. (laughs) Yeah, that's a fair point. But uh, 
But no, I, I'm I don't I'm not a gender hater by any means. I think he's a fully capable wrestler. Yeah. I just think that he's more suited for more of a mid card title, uh, something of that nature. But because uh, I just think if you have AJ Styles on your roster, and I mean you kind of need to strap that title onto him. You do. But I mean who? Do, gen- I mean you don't have to, but I mean. Gender had it for so long already. I think it's uh, I think it's time that we move on for a little bit. That's and see, true, uh, but firstly, AJ doesn't need the title. He doesn't need it because he, no, he is definitely doesn't. an outstanding performer. Yeah. He doesn't need the win over Mahal. He doesn't need it, in my opinion. He can quite easily move on from this and you know, or you know, whether he wants to revisit at the Rumble, fair enough, but even if he didn't Mahal needs the win to be a credible opponent. If we see him drop down to a mid-card title now, and we see the same thing where the Singh brothers interfere each and every time, it's just mm. going to be the same story over and over and yeah. over. What I'd like to see is Jinder have one last attempt at the title, him being a credible opponent, and then losing mm-hmm. it again to AJ at the Rumble, and then going on to a mid-card title and being able to do it on his own two feet without any outside interference. I think, yeah. considering the time they've invested in Jinder, I think that's the only reasonable way they can move forward with Jinder without dropping him down to Jobber or rebuilding him again, which mm-hmm. just seems like a really counterproductive way of moving forward, considering how long... They've invested in Jinder Mahal. I, I really only see one way forward, and that is for Mahal to take the title. It, it might be an extreme viewpoint, but that, that's mm-hmm. you know that's what I see going on here. Right. I, I think either way, the Singh brothers are going to be done after tonight because I think that uh, they're going to try to interfere in the match. It's not going to work. I have AJ going over, and then after the match is done, I have Jinder just straight attacking them one last time, yeah. and then I have them either going to 205 Live or to NXT. Because I've been reading reports that they're definitely not going to be released by any means, mm-hmm. but uh, that might be in the future plans for them that they might uh, have an NXT run or more likely 205 Live. Yeah, I mean, they were in NXT for a while, weren't they? Um, they weren't regularly used on NXT. Um, no, nope. that's understandable because you know they're not they're not an outstanding tag team. Um, this yeah, but they're not terrible. I mean, they're, they're capable of, but of putting on a match. Yeah, they are capable of putting on a match, but through this entire not something that's going to wow you. But, no, but yeah. through this entire main roster episode for them, they've been positioned as an inferior talent. You know, this entire time. Very. So, you know that they they can't do anything without a leader. Yeah. And, but then again. Then again, also, Jinder's been going up against some monsters, too. So when they're out there, you know, taking bumps from Randy Orton, mm. they should be taking bumps from Randy Orton. Like, Randy shouldn't be getting beat down by those guys. Yeah, so. yeah. But either way, like I said, I think uh, I think um, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see the uh, Singh brothers for a while after tonight, uh, at least on main roster or, or with Jinder. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm inclined to agree with you. Um, right on. I'd, I'd be surprised if they went to 205. If I'm honest, yeah. I, I really don't see it. I mean, 205, they're trying to bring talent in, not palm off the Singh brothers to, you know, just yeah. extend the roster, just add numbers, but no yeah. talent to it. So, 
Yeah. And like I think Shockmaster uh, Sekot said it last week that half the rosters, half the two hundred five live rosters on the Zo train anyway. Yeah, well, I said that. Now, it was, so. you know, it only takes a couple oh, okay, of them to be in a stable, and you know that's half the roster. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they 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 do need numbers, but they also need talent. And I don't think the Singh brothers are the numbers or the talent that they need right now. That's fair. Um, so we have the main event. What uh, Jameson believed was going to be the main event of the night. And that is KO and Sammy versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Randy Orton with special guest referees, both Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon, of course. Are you looking forward to this one? I am looking forward to this one because I like the wrestlers in it. I don't care about Shane McMahon being in the match. Mm -hmm. I am interested to see if Daniel Bryan takes any kind of a bump. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm really excited for this match. Not because of Randy Orton and Shinsuke. KO and Sammy. Yeah, KO and Sammy and Shane and DB. Randy has just been completely out of it these last few months. He doesn't look interested. He's said on a number of reports now that he wants to go back to being a heel. Him as yeah, he a does. face, it just doesn't suit him. Unless he's being somebody's you know, muscle, yeah. which at the moment he is with Shane. Um Shinsuke has flopped since his main roster debut. He's put on a couple of good matches, but considering the experience that he's got and the yeah. quality of we the match he can put on, I'm surprised he's dropped down so low. Um, I'm, I'm not over on him at the moment. Yeah. I think he We haven't seen any work. of that NXT magic yet. No, we haven't. Um, but KO and Sammy. Sammy is on the borderline of annoying. But him and KO have got a great relationship. And, yeah. you know, the two of them these last few weeks have been absolutely nailing it. They've kind of done the the worming into things. You know, the, you know, the, the fact that they're kind of, they're being a tough guy, but still sucking up to Daniel Bryan. I love, I think yeah. that absolutely suits the two of them. And I think there's going to be a real twist on this match. Now I put I put a post up on the on the Passion for Wrestling Facebook page last week um, of my little conspiracy theory that actually Daniel Bryan's been cleared for months and this has all been a massive work by WWE to get us talking about Daniel Bryan's return and how awful it would be for him to come back because of all the medical issues that he's had, but I I, I genuinely see this being a bit of a work I think. They wouldn't put him in a special guest referee position unless he was in a position to take a bump or even wrestle because that is just ridiculous. Even if he doesn't be, if he's not involved in the match himself, if something goes wrong um, and he, he gets caught up in a manoeuvre which he shouldn't be there, you know, just wrong positioning, wrong time, there's a risk to him. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think there is. I don't think there's any chance of him being in the ring unless he is medically fit to be in that ring. So, you know, maybe maybe I'm looking into things a bit too in-depthly, but what, what are your thoughts on that? I would agree with you. I think that we are going to see uh, some kind of a bump, even if it's just like a minor one mm -hmm. where he just kind of like, uh, he accidentally gets hit with somebody as they're like on someone else's shoulders for a slam or some shit like that. Yeah, and he just falls down or whatever. Or I think uh, more so like him and Shane, are definitely going to get into it at some point yeah. of the match. I think that's a given. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, but um, it'll be interesting to see. I once he was added to the match, that's the first thing I thought was, man, I wonder if uh, I wonder what they're going to do with him because they're yeah. going to do something with him. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the fact that he's just in the match alone as a special guest referee, I mean, it goes with the role. People who yeah. are special guest referees traditionally are involved yeah. in the match in some capacity, um, not just yeah. referees. Or, so. or, some, yeah. or sometimes they're just used if WWE is afraid that the match isn't in itself going to get over mm. with the crowd. But obviously that's not the case with KO, Sammy Shinsuke, and Randy no, Orton. No, because they're all big draws, aren't they? Yeah. Especially KO yeah. and Sammy. Um, yeah. So I, I agree with you about Shane. Couldn't really care about him being in the match other than any confrontation he's going to have with Daniel Bryan. I'm That'll bit, be interesting to see. I'm a bit sick and tired of Shane. Um, you know, the, I, I see this potentially leading to a Shane Hill turn, if I'm honest. Yeah. Because Shane has, since debuting on SmackDown Live as the commissioner, said that this is the land of opportunity. Yet, for a number of pay-per-views now, we've seen... Shane McMahon enter himself into a match, whether it's Survivor Series, whether it's Hell in a Cell, whether it's something else, WrestleMania. You know, it's he has had a lot of opportunities himself, which he shouldn't as commissioner. Um, and the fact that it's just a repeat, it's over and over again, you know. And I know that Shane is prepared to take some big bumps. Um, looking over his career, he's he's really prepared to take some big bumps, and he's put his life that's on the fair. line on a number of occasions, and that's great. He's in put, front of his children, absolutely, and he's put on some great shows. But he is in a commissioner role now, and I think that yeah. his job his job now is to, you know, put the talent first. And I know he's only following creative and their instructions, but I think he should be putting up a bit more resistance and actually focusing on the roster a little bit more. And I'm a bit sick and tired of him being in the matches, but, you know. That's... I mean, at the end of the day, his last name is McMahon. Yeah. Do you think those writers aren't writing these things to kind of suck up or get on his good side a little bit? Obviously, they're going to give him some really good shit when they come yeah. to him with ideas. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. But uh, it's funny that you say that Sammy's annoying because everything that I've heard in, uh, like, shoot interviews describe him as, like, that's just his personality. He's just, like, really annoying, <laughs> and people find him annoying, but then he gets over with them after a while because they just realize, like, oh, that's just how this guy is. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, when he was doing his face turn on Raw, I found him slightly annoying because he was getting to a point where he's having a bit of a pity party because he wasn't getting anywhere, yeah. and that's obviously led yeah. to him having his heel turn and reuniting with KO. But yep. I think Kaya, um, I think Sammy has just got a natural annoying characteristic in him, and, and like you say, yeah. if that's how people find him um, backstage, then you know yeah. that that's just him. But yep. I do I do like them both though. I him think, and, uh, I think they're great sure. in ring. I think they're really great yeah. in ring. And although Kaya, good chemistry, although Ko and Sammy don't fit the traditional mold of a wrestler, you know they're not built like brick shit houses. Um, they are very very talented in ring and i find them very entertaining um i think they've yep. got great oh. matches just for the record too if you ever see somebody built like a brick shit house you sell you tell them to go to the hospital immediately because <laughs> right. no person should be built like that it's a if you are thing, rectangular man. or box shaped there's definitely something wrong with your diet it's a british and your anatomy you, you need to get in with the british lingo man we'll educate you with time It'll come. You guys need to educate me on what Twitter is as well Twitter. or whatever, because I have no idea what that is. We apparently post on it, but was I it? don't know. I don't have that app. Was it Twitter or something along those lines? Oh, Twitter? Twitter. Oh, damn, dude. That's, that's, that changes everything. <laughs> I know what to refer Twitter. to it next time. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good English accent. It's a good American accent there. 
OC. Well, I've been practicing just for you, man. I need to make sure that you can understand me. <laughs> well, I'm glad that uh, the people should be able to understand you this week with that brand new mic. Well, you know, I'm just glad coming in crystal clear. Fingers crossed. Yeah, coming in too. crystal clear on my end. Who do you see going over with KO, Zane, and Orton and Nakamura? Or do you see a bit uh, of interference and, you know, being no contest? Oh, yeah, that uh, I could definitely see that happening. Yeah. So so Shinsuke and Randy don't have to take the pin on that. I think it would keep them strong if they didn't take the pin. But yeah. It would just, yeah, they could extend it and uh, KO and Sammy could fight for their jobs another day. On, you know, next, uh, on Tuesday night, maybe they'll do the rematch. Like, since it didn't finish at Clash of Champions, we're going to do the rematch tonight on SmackDown because that sounds super WWE to me. Yeah, it does. I mean, I'm a bit sick and tired of this vendetta with Shane and, and KO and Zayn. I'd rather them just take some action and have done with it. You know, move yeah, on. Maybe they'll lose. They could do. They could do. Um, they'll debut on Raw, even though they're supposed to be out of the WWE. Yeah. We know that uh, Stephanie McMahon, kind of way she's been hinting at wanting them or whatever it I could see her definitely going behind Shane's back and maybe setting up something between him and Triple H like it was supposed to yeah, that's true. be back in the back before. But I was kind of hoping that this was going to have a Triple H angle in there somewhere. You know, where... Yeah. Especially when KO was on Raw and his He's so close to KO. And, yeah, he was so close yeah. with him. He handed him the title. There was a number of exchanges which we saw the vignettes for um, or just, you know, the, the screening of... Uh, a quick chat that they were having quick chat um but you know i i, I was really hoping that we were going to see this build in to triple h and him having an angle in this story somewhere um yeah especially after survivor series where triple h uh pedigree shame pedigree though yeah. fuck out of him so i was hoping for that but i think this could build on to be quite a good match um yeah, I agree. But I, I don't see KO and Zayn going anywhere. Obviously, you know, it's, this is just a creative direction that they're taking. They aren't yeah. going to go anywhere. Sorry to break kayfabe there, guys, but you know, he's not going. They're not going anywhere. Um, no, they can't. They can't. Um, but I think it's going to be a good match. Yeah, I would agree. I think it's going to be good. Uh, good match as well. So that uh, that is the full card for the wwe clash of champions that is the full card sweet so i mean you've already said that you think the uso match is going to be match of the night match of the night i think yep. i would probably agree with you on that one i think any match including them the new day american beta and rusev day <laughs> is going to be a match of the night um absolutely but i also see there being a couple of highlights from the aj mahal match um, I think yep. that could be a good match tonight. I could also see the Mojo Ryder match being fairly good, not in terms of the actual wrestling itself, but in terms of the story. I think that could lead on to something. Be interesting, good. yeah. Um, and also the the main event in Jameson's view, the the tag match. Um, yep, KO and Sammy Shinsuke Randy. There's a lot going on with the tags in this pay per view. I mean, we've got yes, six tag teams competing in one pay per view, which is a lot for one pay per view. Um, it's it's yeah. it's quite strange actually, but you know it could it could. No, we have eight. We have eight. eight. Uh, Brizango and Blunder oh, Brothers. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, we've got yep. them as well. So that's that's a Four lot. And then, yeah. For one pay per view, um, it's it's kind of like a tag heavy pay per view, isn't it? So yeah, it is. 
you know, hopefully it's going to put on some decent matches. We're going to see some good quality out of it. Um, it's, it's, I think it's going to be overall, I think it's going to be a good pay-per-view, good way to finish the year. Um, but, you know, after this, it's kind of road to WrestleMania, isn't it? It's, it's the final pit Pretty stop. Much. So we'll see. Yeah, we've got Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we'll, we'll check in a later, later date and we'll review the pay-per-view, I'm sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. About how, how we thought it went. But, yeah, I think there's potential there for it being a, a, a good pay-per-view. Yeah. Now, did you want to talk about Ring of Honor at all or did you want to call it good? We're going to have a quick chat about Ring of Honor. Um, Fair enough. You know, Bullet Club hasn't had a, a good couple of weeks, have they? Uh, they've lost two titles. Nope, and I think we're setting up for uh, big things to happen down the line, possibly uh, Cody, Kenny mm-hmm. type angle. Either way, I think there might be a new leader of Bullet Club coming up. Yeah, I mean, they've uh, been at some point it, this year. teasing it a few times, haven't they? There's been a number of run ins between Cody and Kenny. So I think that's the, the right yeah. direction for the two of them. Kenny and Brandy, like all kinds yeah, of stuff. Yeah, there's been lots of going on between the two of them, yeah. three of them even. Yep. But, and obviously, Cody dropped the title. This past weekend to Dalton Castle. Yep. Um, obviously, Cody's done a lot for Ring of Honor since he's been there yeah. and had the title. Um, I just think that since he's been there, um, he's been kind of just like all over the place wrestling a bunch of different guys, but there hasn't been any kind of real feuds. No. So maybe this will set up a good kind of blood feud for him to go forward. Maybe he's set up for another long title reign. But either way, Dalton Castle has been working his ass off for years. Mm-hmm. I'm fully over on Dalton Castle. I know some people out there might not be, but I think he's phenomenal on promo. He's a good in-ring wrestler. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's kind of the total package. He's got everything. He doesn't really lack anywhere, in my opinion. He's kind of got – he's good in every little category. Mm-hmm. So um, I think he can go anywhere, honestly. After he's done with Ring of Honor, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if WWE tries to snag him up. Or if he just stays there for a little bit. I'd, I'd be inclined to agree with you. Dalton Castle is a very talented wrestler. Um, I definitely see this leading him to somewhere else, whether it's WWE or you know a bit more time over in New Japan. I definitely see him doing something more. But I'm, I'm pleased he's got the title. I think it's well-deserved. Yeah. I also think Cody's done really well. I think he's brought... <laughs> you know, he's, he's kind of given wwe the bird hasn't he since he debuted on ring of honor he's he's shown them what he could have been had he stayed yeah. on, on um, wwe and had a bit more control over the character or you know they they put him in the right direction they've shown him what he could do i think he's a yeah. he's a damn good heel, very creative damn good heel when he was oh, yeah. um showcasing the ring of honor ring and getting other talents to kiss it and going around the crowd and getting them to kiss it that was such that a, was cool. such a good heel move. It, it went with mm-hmm. the character so well, and him being part of the Bullet Club, it's done really well for his his career. It's it's given him a real boost compared to where he was leaving WWE. I mm-hmm. I see him him in having obviously his rematch against Dalton Castle. I don't know if he's going to re obtain the title, but I think both Castle and Rhodes are going to be on for big things moving forward. Um, Absolutely. I need to watch the match in full because I've only watched the highlights, but from the highlights, it looked like it was a damn good match. Um, yeah, absolutely. But the villain also, you know, I'm a big villain guy. I'm over on the villain. Oh, that uh, all white. Oh, all, all white, man. What? Oh, that was so cool looking. We'll uh, we'll share a 
picture, or by the time you guys listen to it, there'll be a picture shared yeah, to the page, and you guys can go check it out on the Facebook a, page and the Instagram, probably. That's a great look for him, man. I mean, I mean, I, it was so cool. I like the all black. I think he looks. I mean, oh yeah, Marty Scroll does his character to perfection. It does his gimmick so, so well. Absolutely, good. Absolutely perfect. Typical British villain. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, but this debut and in that, all the white gear was was great. Absolutely great. And his theme music. His theme music is my favorite theme music in wrestling yeah. right now. Yeah. It's so just creepy and the whoop whoop. Yeah, man. And did you know that um, Pete Dunne, Bruiserweight, was his original theme before he came to WWE was done by the same people as Mike Scrolls really yeah it was nice i'll um, have to check that out for those of you who have spotify check it out because you can find them on there um great things nice. great themes but um he he's recently lost the um oh, what was it defiance is it oh yeah the uh is it, uh w the old wctpw yeah, is it defiance championship now um, Defiance, yeah, yeah he, something like he that. He lost that to Austin Aries of all people. Um, yeah. I haven't watched the match, but I need to. But apparently, that was a really good match. Uh, need to. I can believe that. Need to check that. I like out. Austin Aries. I'm glad Austin's gone off to. You know, although it's a smaller promotion, I'm glad he's gone off to. You know, obtain a world heavyweight championship title. Um, yeah. It's it's truly deserved. He he was a bit mugged off in in WWE where he was WWE. relinquished down to. The cruiserweight division he put on some yeah. great matches especially with neville they put on some great matches that wrestlemania match was phenomenal yeah it was outstanding um loved that match um even if you got a dvd check it out at the oh oh wait you can't oh it's it's not on the dvd oh yeah sucks to huh. be us because that would have been a yeah. great dvd moment man that that should have been yeah, on the main would. wrestlemania show in my opinion that yeah was a great it match. should have been but you know can't cry over sport milk um, yeah. We moved on to things. Do? We could see yeah. Neville coming back soon. There was a lot of talks going on about them coming to some kind of agreement between WWE and Neville, so we might see him return yeah. in the new year. I've seen that talks have since broke down, that things were oh, looking no. positive, and then they kind of broke down again, so we're kind of left up in the air in that neutral neutral air. Oh, I do want to say this, mentioning uh, the theme music, that I did read that um, since the old uh, music producer was let go, uh, the new ones, CFO Money, I believe they're called. Uh, we might see some new theme music tonight at WWE Clash of Champions because they said now that uh, they are in charge of everything, they want to kind of just run everything out and kind of make everything fresh and new and all right. theirs now. So we might see several of our favorite uh, wrestlers and their themes getting changed up over the next uh, few months, possibly yeah. tonight at Clash of Champions. We might see something new. Well, I suppose the key one for tonight would be Randy Orton. Yeah. He's he's had a, his theme for a long time. It's um, not a CFO money produced one, so that's that's definitely no, one for um, for them to consider. But yeah, you know, there's a lot of a lot of themes out there which were pre CFO money, which will go down in history as some of the best themes in in wrestling. So for them yeah, to Stone Cold, all those. for them to just rush in and change everybody would be a bit of a disastrous move, considering there could be some bad backlash. Yeah, absolutely, especially considering just how popular some of them are. Some of them are yeah. so recognisable. I mean, you could literally Iconic. go to a bar in the middle of 
I don't know the states I presume and, and put on a theme and you know nine nine out of ten people would recognize what that's from um, yeah because they are so well known absolutely so for I would them, agree. them to come in and change everything would be a bit of a disastrous move I think they'll get some heat for it but I think equally there's some themes which quite rightly do need changing and quite rightly do need updating so you know that's a good opportunity for them yeah we'll see what they can do yeah absolutely Okay, so is there anything else that you wanted to talk about today, or does that bring us to... I think I'm good. That brings us to the end, okay. Cool, so... Right on. Before we go, just wanted to quickly go, you know, refresh all of your minds. Uh, we have all the channels available for you guys to, to join and subscribe. So we've got the Facebook, P4 Wrestling, we've got the Twitter. Twitter? iTunes now, Twitter. Um, at iTunes P4 Wrestling. Now. Uh, we've got the YouTube, Passion for Wrestling, and we've got the Instagram, at Passion for underscore Wrestling. And you're quite right. We are now on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. So, you know, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you keep up to date with all the future podcasts and any future videos that we do. We're really grateful for all the subscribers that we get. And if there's anything you guys want us to cover, then drop it in the comments and we'll do what we can to let you, you know, to cover those points. Um, yep. We hope you guys are enjoying the podcasts and hopefully we can make this a regular occurrence. We'll uh, yep. hopefully have a couple more people on the podcast. Unfortunately, all of our diaries clash this week. So yep. right. you know, we'll have a bit more input. But, you know, I think today's been a good yep. session between me and you, Slugs. So. You know. Yep, and you will see uh, Jameson, a.k.a. Man of a Thousand Four Holes, later on this week, cry on camera eating a hot chili pepper after he loses to me <laughs> in this pay-per-view prediction humiliation challenge. So stay tuned for that. Absolutely. That'll be fun. Absolutely. I'm excited for that. If you make sure you like and subscribe to all the channels, you should get a notification when that goes live. So make sure you keep up to date, guys. Well, Absolutely. thanks for joining me, Slug. Um, we'll catch up later. And uh, too sweet. Sweet. Too sweet. Okay. Have a good evening, guys. Absolutely. Thanks, guys.